Hey, hey, everybody, it's Nairby from CerealAndGrapeJuice.com, at IamNairby on Twitter and Instagram, NairbyDo on Twitch, that's N-A-I-R-B-Y-D-O, follow me there to watch me play video games and have a great old time, and I'm also Nairby about to half-ass this episode of Bayside Buddy, this is episode 33, and when I say half-ass, I mean I watched each episode that we're going to recap today, today, and I didn't take notes, so we're going based on memory because Nairby's a busy boy, all right? So we're starting with Saved by the Bell Season 4, Episodes 5 and 6. First, Episode 5, another good one. This one entitled The Bayside Triangle, September 16th, sorry, 26th, 1992 was the air date. And we started the Mac, the Mac, the Max. Zach enters, and first he steals some a, bit, a piece of a nerd's donut or something. Uh, just grabs it, takes a bite, gives a little reaction, and... Let's the nerdy remain, eat the remainder of it. Then he talks to us and he tells us that it's the last year of school and he's excited because that means there's no more school afterwards. So then he sits down with the group, consisting of uh, Kelly, who's still working at the Max. Slater's there. Jesse's also there. And they shoot the breeze a little and Screech shows up. And he's got a little, little box gift wrapped and it's for Lisa. He says that this is the year that Lisa's going to become his. And uh, Jesse's the only one who tells Screech to just, Hey man, wake up already. Lisa's never going to go for you. Meanwhile, K- Kelly and even Zach, are, they just tell Screech, Hey Screech, just keep at it, man. So they're encouraging. So Jesse, as usual, is playing Debbie Downer. But uh, yeah, Screech, uh, he, he's going for it still. He's not giving up. So Lisa shows up and she's all excited because she's a representative from FIT, which uh, is obviously some fashion school. What it stands for, I don't know. They didn't say, but a representative from FIT is going to be stopping by the area to check out Lisa's designs. And she's getting all worried and flustered. And she doesn't know what to do about it. And then the, the, they suggest, the group suggests that Lisa put on a fashion show for this representative. And Lisa likes the idea. But she's all worried at first, but then everybody says, hey, don't, don't worry, we're, we're going to help you, we'll help you, everything's going to be cool, you know what I mean? Everything's going to be great. So Lisa agrees to go along with a fashion show idea, and everybody's uh, all excited to help out, and as everybody gets ready to leave, Screech approaches Lisa and says that, I've got you something, I've got you a little present. And at first Lisa worries that uh, it's something alive, and Screech assures her that it's not. Lisa opens it up. And it's a necklace with a heart locket on it. Like a big gold heart. Apparently it's a real gold. And Lisa's blown away that Screech did this for her. She opens it up. It's one of those ones you can open up. She opens it up and there's a picture of Screech. <laughs> ah. And Lisa accepts the gift. And then we move on. And we head to everybody getting ready. Getting the uh, pre fashion show things ready to go Lisa's designing some uh, items at her house and uh, Zach is modeling for her and Lisa's doing the the little sketches and the drawings so she calls on Zach and he enters and he's wearing one of Lisa's Lisa's leeches Lisa's well after this episode maybe she is a leech just saying but Zach is wearing one of her outfits and of course the girls in a live studio on us go woo and it's this outfit that he wore. It's it's so nineties, especially because it's the top, which is a button-up dress shirt. It's very puffy, 
And then Lisa says, no, they, she pretty much says, oh, there's one more thing. And she, she, puts, she puts on a matching sports coat, right? So it's basically a full suit but without a tie. And this jacket that she puts on, Zach, it looks, I mean, I don't wear suits. The last time I wore a suit was probably like 20 years ago when I went to a wedding. But this jacket on Zach, Mark Paul, looked about two sizes too big. It looked really baggy, but all right, but... Totally 90s. Zach digs it. Tells Lisa that, hey man, he's keeping it basically. And he she he hopes that she accepts uh, credit cards. And Lisa's very excited that Zach is helping her. And Zach is like, no problem, Lisa. We've been friends forever. And it's time for Zach to head home. And as he's about to leave, well, as he's at the door, Lisa wants to thank Zach one more time. And uh, Lisa... It's like she went in for a hug, but their mouths instead met. <laughs> Seriously, it's, I think Zach went in for the kiss. Lisa, her arms were up to a point where she was like going for a hug, but I guess her 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 lips uh, got a head start and landed on Zach's lips, and they just give each other a little peck as the girls in the live studio audience go woo, and. Uh, they both are kind of a little uh, flustered at, you know, this, okay, this is new, and Zach leaves, and Lisa says goodbye, and shuts her bedroom door, and she's just like, goodnight, Zach, and uh, I believe we went to a commercial break from there. And after the break, we're at Bayside in the sewing room, I guess it was, where Jesse is helping sew some uh, of Lisa's uh, designs, and she's doing terribly at it, which I can't blame her for. I took one part of, uh, in the 7th and 8th grade... Uh, we had to do home ec, and for the first half of the school year, it was cooking, which I loved. Now, actually, it was divided up in quarters. There was home ec and shop class, and home ec consisted of cooking and sewing. I loved the cooking. I hated the sewing. I sucked at it. Shop consisted of wood shop and metal shop, so it was divided up in four quarters during the school years, those seven and eight, and I hated sewing. I sucked at it. For the final project, I think I tried to sew a little teddy bear and... Like, I'd never figured out how to use the sewing machine, so I just did it by hand, and it still looked terrible. <laughs> and, but, yeah, I I didn't have Jessie's problems. She was sewing her friggin' clothes to the little machine and, and whatnot. And Jessie, sorry, Kelly's modeling uh, the outfits for uh, Lisa, and she has on, well, she tried to put on one of Jessie's sewn outfits, and anyone ever seen that episode of The Cosby Show where Denise makes a... Gordon Gartrell or a Gordon Gartrell imposter shirt for Theo and <laughs> one of the sleeves doesn't have an opening at the end so that's what Kelly was trying on for Lisa here <laughs> but meanwhile they're talking about how well Kelly has broken the news that she's kissed Zach and they want all the details and they're happy for her including Kelly Kelly is happy for Lisa and uh, Lisa's like yeah it was really good but Lisa doesn't know if Zach feels the same way and Kelly suggests that, you know, well, maybe you should ask Zach. And, and Lisa says, you know, I think I will. So then we head on to, uh, well, it's pretty much time for the fashion show. And they're backstage. And everybody's getting pumped up. Uh, the models, if you will. Screech has uh, volunteered to do the commentary. And Zach had to convince Lisa to let him do it. Lisa was hesitant at first. Uh... Because uh, 
it's Screech. <laughs> but Zach, Zach uh, put Screech over by saying, you know, who's going to put your, your designs over more than Screech? Which makes perfect sense. So Lisa agreed to do it. And you go back and watch, go back and watch this episode. Lisa is not yet wearing the locket that Screech gave her. Yeah, interesting, isn't it? So we're backstage getting ready for the fashion show. Everybody's pumped. Screech has not arrived yet. <laughs> so as everybody's getting ready to go, uh, Kelly, Jesse, Slater leave. They're all going to be helping with the fashion show as models. Zach pulls Lisa aside and he wants to talk about the kiss. And they decide to talk about it. And they both say that, you know, it was very, it, 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 this didn't work for me. Zach, maybe it's because of Zach, man. That dude gets with pretty much every female on the show. So him and Lisa especially didn't work for me because, I mean, you can argue, well, Lisa isn't Screech's woman, but Screech has chased Lisa. So no other, in my opinion, no other member of the, of the gang, as I call it, should be going for Lisa. And Lisa should not be going for anybody other than Screech if, if someone from the gang. It, so it, this didn't work for me. Which is probably why they, they never continued it, continued it after this. Spoiler alert. But uh, Lisa and Zach are, you know, they're... It was, you know, a little... It was new, but, you know, I liked it a lot. It was fine. So they're about to begin the fashion show. Zach, uh, they, give, they give each other one last little uh, uh, pep talk backstage and... And then they go in for the kiss again. Ah, only this time, dressed in a full tuxedo with a bouquet of flowers, Screech appears at the door and sees this despicable betrayal right before his eyes. The woman of his dreams and his best friend kissing each other. And everybody in the, the girls and the live, well, everybody, the girls and the dudes, the girls, the boys, the men, the women, the babies, the dogs and the cats and the live studio audience were just like, oh, not cool. Not cool at all. So Screech sees this and, uh, yeah, especially because he was in his tuxedo. It, it, uh, it just seemed even worse of a betrayal to me anyway. It's just wrong. I was watching it and I was thinking, damn you, Zach, what are you doing? And it, it didn't work. God, Zach and Kelly works. Zach and uh, Stacy from Malibu Sands. It, it was fine. Zach with um who who else? Zach, we haven't seen Zach get with Jesse yet, but it's coming. Spoiler alert. Um, then again, Zach didn't have any uh uh long term girlfriends other than Kelly in this show, did he? And Stacy. But he still had a bunch of dates. But it's it's just it just seemed wrong, Zach. That's not cool, Zach, Lisa. <laughs> so then it's time for the fashion show, and it's taking place at the Max, and the representative from FIT is there, <laughs> and Zach. Uh, oh man, I don't know. It's as I said, it's so nineties. This this. Well, we'll get to it actually, but the Zach, uh, he introduces the crowd to the Lisa Turtle fashion show and he's this pair of pants he's wearing. I don't know if you would call it chaps, but they're two different colors, two different kinds of tanned, a light tan and a dark tan. It, it's so nineties. I mean, 
a, there was a lot of things of the 90s that I loved and I miss, but the fashions are just not one of them. <laughs> and this episode shows it. <sighs> yeah, so Zach introduces everybody to the Lisa Fashion Show, and uh, then he introduces Screech. Like what you see. And now I'll let our commentator take over, Mr. Samuel Screech Powers. Thank you, Lisa. You truly are the master of double stitching and double crossing. Ladies, lovely, the delightful and durable frocks modeled by Jesse and Kelly, who would never treat their men like dirt, is made of pure Belgian wool, which lovely Lisa has been yanking over my eyes for years. Thank you, girls. Lovely. Huh. Interesting sense of humor, that boy. <laughs> huh. Next, for the high school senior with a sporty Lisa has created a rugged yet scholastic look. I hate it. What is he doing? He's ruining my show. I don't know. I didn't write that stuff. Modeled by A.C. Slater, the pants are denim, the shirt is corduroy, and the boots, which Lisa uses to stomp all over my heart, are the finest Italian leather. Isn't he just the wittiest kid? <laughs> Thank you, A.C. You're a good man. Unlike this creep in a stunning wool blazer. Hey, what are you crazy? Read the cards. Model Zach Morris is wearing the perfect outfit for stabbing your best friend in the back. Thank you, Zach, for destroying my life. I'm out of here. Well, uh, why don't I just pick up where Screech left off? Zach Morris is modeling a, a very nice pair of pants. Long pants. Oh, and they are lovely. <laughs> and, and, and tan? Tan. Oh, and a very manly tan they are, too, Zach. <laughs> See, I love that, man. What I loved about this is with Screech ripping on Zach and Lisa is the little the little rips, if you will call them, if you want to call them that, that he was doing. They weren't. It wasn't getting any laughter from the studio audience because you knew that... It, Screech was not, he was not like jokingly angry like they'll sometimes do in these sitcoms. He was legit not happy. He was ticked and uh, he let them know it. And then, uh, but luckily, Belding took over. <laughs> uh, so the fashion show ends and uh, Lisa, she's not happy. Screech is nowhere to be seen. Lisa wants to beat the crap out of Screech, as does Kelly, and they all want to beat the crap out of Screech. And then somebody shows up uh, with the well. This is well before I was either before. Well, bottom line is the the FIT rep shows up, and Lisa assumes that okay, I guess because of Screech, I'm not going to get into FIT. And the FIT rep says, you know, it was it was an interesting uh, show, but. I know talent when I see it, and Lisa Turtle, I'm going to recommend you for FIT. And the girls in the live studio on us go, yay! And Lisa goes, yay! And everybody else goes, yay! Belding takes the FIT rep to drive her back to the airport, 
and then somebody comes up and f- comes uh, comes in and they found the bouquet of flowers that Screech had for Lisa. By the door. <gasps> to Lisa, the one and only love of my life. I kiss the ground you walk on and hope one day I can kiss you too. Good luck today. Love, Screech. Better go find him. Uh, see that that even makes it even even worse because you hear what he wrote, and then you remember that he was where he was. Screech was decked out in a full tuxedo. He was he was basically going to the Oscars. Okay, he was going to the Oscars for Lisa. <laughs> Oh my God! But what a what a what a what a note! What a letter! So we return to Bayside, and nobody's happy. And Screech, uh, he's at his locker. Zach approaches him, but Screech wants nothing to do with him. Screech is still ticked off, and Zach apologizes. And Screech just Screech says to Zach exactly what I was saying. You know, Zach, you can have all these girls, man, but why do you have to go for Lisa? Why? You know I like Lisa since since Miss Bliss's class. And Zach says, "You know what? I'm Zach Morris. I'm a I'm a dick." <laughs> and then, but Screech and Zach apologize, but it doesn't work. Screech challenges Zach to a fight after school. He wants to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> so he says, "After school, three o'clock. I'm gonna whoop your ass." And Zach tries to talk him out of it, but Screech will have none of it. Screech. Uh, storms off. Zach sees Lisa, and now, after after Lisa has had the note read to her, now she is wearing Screech's locket. So yeah, that just didn't look right. She should have been wearing it from the beginning, but to be wearing it now, after, I mean, people, I, I understand people will say, "Hey, Screech and Lisa were never boyfriend girlfriend. She's free to do what she wants." Yes, I agree. But still, it just seemed wrong that she put the locket on after this. After just destroying him and stepping on his heart. <laughs> but now she is wearing the big locket that Screech got for her. So we then go to the Max. And Zack is there. And he's waiting to get his ass handed to him. It's not going to happen at the Max. But he's at the Max for some reason. He went, he went to the Max at some point during school. And then eventually returns back to school. But at the Max... Some nerd shows up to give Zach a little warning and to say that they're taking bets. And Zach is like, you, you bet. Zach is like surprised that they're taking bets and that they're betting against him. But the nerd says, no, no, no. The nerd says he's betting on Zach to, to basically to knock some teeth out of Screech. And he tells Zach to not go too hard on him because he's got the money riding on him. And Zach realizes that uh, this is serious, man. So we go back to Bayside, and we're in the halls, and Screech is there. He's waiting. I guess he skipped class because the bell rang, and the stu- other students start plowing and piling into the halls. Zach shows up, and Screech calls him out, and he wants to fight. You've got an appointment with Fate, and Fate's got curly hair. Screech, this is ridiculous. Can we work this out another way? Oh, in other words, you're chickening out. I guess that yellow streak extends from your hair all the way down your back. 
Hey, hey, come on, Screech. Fighting never solves anything. Oh. Sam, Slater, it's not your fight. I wouldn't want to have to hurt you, too. <laughs> I'm not going near that loan. <laughs> Screech, please, I don't want to fight you. So you're not only chicken, you're scared, too. Come on, don't do that. Come on, Wimp, fight! Oh. All right, this has gone far enough. Look, I'm sorry I hurt you, all right? Sorry? You're sorry? You were my best friend, Zach. You could have had any other girl in the school. Why, Lisa? Why'd you have to steal my dream? I hate you. All right, all right. If it bothers you that much, I just won't go out with Lisa. What? You really mean it? Sure. Fine, don't go out with her. Oh, that is it. This boy's life is over. <laughs> Screech, you have no right interfering in my life. But I love you. No, but it's time to get over me. Screech, you're not my boyfriend. You never were. Now, Zach likes me. And I like him, too. Zach, would you really give Lisa up for me? Yeah, you're my best friend. I wouldn't want to hurt you. Really? <laughs> yeah. Really? Really? <laughs> well, Lisa, I, I guess you're right. I guess it is time to let you go. After all, you never were mine to begin with. <laughs> you were my first love, Lisa. I'll never forget you. I'll never forget you either, Screech. Thanks, Screech, friends. Oh, shucks, friends. Go ahead and take her. But treat her well, or I'll come after you. <laughs> oh, yeah, as I said, I get it. I know they were never an item, but still... I mean, I, I like to think of it as Screech and Lisa... Were, were they were like un, they were like unspoken boyfriend girlfriend, you know. Even when when Lisa would date other guys outside of their gang at their little group, it just see it just felt like you know, Lisa. Yeah, she's she's dating. She dated that one dude who was the the real snooty guy, and Lisa ended up changing her image for him before finally realizing that she was being an idiot. Like, even while she was going with that dude for that one episode, in in my head, it was still screeching Lisa. But, I don't know, Lisa gave a good speech, she's right, I understand, but still, I'm glad they did this episode. Even though it didn't look right, it was a, I, this is one of my favorite episodes. So, anyway, after Lisa lays down the law, and uh, Zach says that, yeah, he'll break up with Screech because, uh, I'm Screech, with Lisa because, uh, 
You know, you're my best friend, Screech, even though I abuse you and take advantage of you for all these years. I do it because you're my buddy. <laughs> so all seems fine and well. Jesse then goes to Screech and says, you know, well done, Screech. Way to go. It's good that you got over Lisa. And Screech is just, you know, she'll always be my first love. And Jesse says, that, you know, that's great. It's good that you move on. And Screech says that, uh, yeah. What, I don't know what, remember exactly what he said, but uh, basically he's moving on to Jesse. Gives her a kiss on the cheek. We get the freeze frame in the credits on a great episode. <laughs> One of my favorites. I mean, as much as, as I said, as much as Zach and Lisa don't work, in my opinion, it's like Slater and Kelly, to me, doesn't work. It would never have worked. Have worked. Zach and Jesse won't work in my head, but we're going to see that coming soon. Uh, spoiler alert. Zach and Lisa don't work. Slater and Lisa don't work. Kelly and Zach work. Slater and Jesse work. Screech and Lisa, even though they were never official, that would have been awesome. I'm just saying, but what can you do? But at least he had Violet. But yeah, if that was that episode, that was the Bayside Triangle. One of my favorite episodes of all time. And we move on. To season 4, episode 6, entitled Teen Line, air date September 26, 1992. This episode. <laughs> this episode. Zach was so damn cringy in this episode. I wanted to beat his head in. <laughs> and we start in the halls of Bayside. Zach is checking out some girls. Because that's what Zach does. He's already moved on from Lisa. But this is one of the Tory episodes. I think I figured it out. In season three, when they 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 had the Malibu Sands storyline halfway through, and they alternated uh, week by week, they aired, they aired a regular episode that took place at Bayside, and then they aired a Malibu Sands episode, and they did that until all the Malibu Sands episodes were done. I think they're doing that with this season. They're doing Tory episodes every other episode. So this was a Tory episode. So Zach uh, is in the Bayside Halls checking out the girls. And then he heads into Belding's office. Where Tory, Screech, Slater, and uh, Lisa are there. There's no Kelly or Jesse here. And Belding's, uh, they're coming up with some ideas to uh, uh, do do at school. Because that's what you do. You, come, you go to school and you come up with, with things to do. And so I believe it was Tory... Suggested a teen line where teenagers can phone in and talk to other teenagers about problems and advice. You know, one of those things. And Belding likes the idea and they decide to go ahead with it. So we go to the teen line and they're getting, first of all, the phones that they're using, they're using those old rotary, those phones, those rotary ones, those big honking things. Yeah, you people who Gen X and before, you know what I'm talking about. Very outdated, but it's it's the 90s. It's 92. And they're getting phone calls. And the first phone call they get is somebody trying to order a pizza. They get another phone call. And it is a girl. I believe her name was Melissa. And she talks to Zach. And she tells Zach that her parents are just overprotective. And they won't let her do anything. They won't let her stay out late. And Zach suggests to Melissa to turn your clocks back three hours 
and there you go. Then you can stay out late, and Melissa likes this idea, and Zach likes what he's hearing from this girl over the phone. And so he invites he invites her to meet, which is a big no-no, a big no, no don't do this rule of the teen line. But it's Zach Morris. He's a dick. <laughs> so he does it anyway. But the girl agreed to do it, and they agree to meet at the max. And while this is happening, another student doesn't call, but he, he enters the teen line room and Screech talks to him. And this guy is, he can't stand his little brother. His little brother is a pain in the ass. Screech tries to tell this guy that, hey man, little brothers are a blessing. Just go with it. Everything's cool. I wish I had a little brother. So the dude says to Screech, oh yeah. So he leaves. The dude leaves and for some reason he's got his little brother at school with him. Okay, this is based out of high school. This dude's little brother is couldn't have been any more than the fourth grade. But for some reason, he goes to school with his big brother. So the dude shows up with his little brother and basically tells Screech, you want a little brother? You got him. And so he just hands him off to Screech. <laughs> and right away, this kid is, is a pain in the ass. So anyway, we then go to the max where Zach is... Uh, Waiting to meet this mysterious Melissa from the teen line. And uh, he, the usual booth that the gang sit at has a reserved sign on the table, so nobody's sitting there. Zach looks over and he sees, oh, he sees uh, this girl and she says hi to him and it's Melissa. And he, he, she's at a different table. She's at a little double circle of table. Zach sits down and he tells, he tells Melissa that, I was going to say Lisa, oh, those two. Tells Melissa that, wow, you're, 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 he compliments you. You're very pretty. You're a lot prettier than, like, you sound, not that she sounded ugly, but wow. Like, it's, it's, it's like he was basically saying, you, 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 the way you sound on the phone does no justice to how, like, pretty you are in person. So, you know, nice little compliment. You know, that's Zach doing his Zach thing. And she thanks him. And they start talking a little. And the girl says that she did the, moving the clocks back a few hours thing and it worked except the problem was that she forgot to change the clocks back to the real time and as a result her dad was late for work <laughs> I like that that was good so then Zach says uh, want to hear some music there's a jukebox over there the girl says yeah sure I want to hear some music so Zach goes over to the music or the over to the jukebox to pick a song and then the girl follows him, and this is when we see that she's in a wheelchair. Zach turns around. Uh, actually, sh sh you know, let, let's just let's just listen to Zach being an asshole here. <laughs> Parents, did you take my advice? Yeah, last night before I went out, I turned all the clocks back three hours. Works every time. Except when I got home, I forgot to fix them. Today, my dad was three hours late for work. <laughs> Oops. Well, if he asks, just tell him the power went out. <laughs> Do you want to hear some music? Sure. What's on the jukebox? Well, they change every week. Let's go see. So, uh, do you like Motown? I love it. Or... Whoa. You're in a wheelchair. Yeah, so that's how Zach reacted. I, it's the writing I understand, but it's going to get so cringeworthy. Oh, my God. Zach, in this episode belongs in modern day. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just going to say that. <laughs> we'll get to why in a little bit. So we went to commercial and after the break, 
Zach and Melissa, they go to take their seats at the booth. And uh, Zach asks Melissa, you know, if you know, if, if you don't mind me asking, you know, what uh, happened? And first she made a little joke about it, and then she said that she was born that way. And her dad calls her, uh, uh, I forget what he called her, her condition, if you will. Not disabled, but he called her something. Some word for it. Physically challenged, I think it was. So Zach has more questions, and he ultimately, he's fine with it. He's fine, you know, hey, you're in a wheelchair, no problem. No problem, right, Zach? <laughs> so then he invites her to a movie. And Melissa says, sure, let's go to a movie, Zach. Meanwhile, Screech is having his problems with his new little brother who's stepping on his foot and being a pain in the ass. Deserving of a smack in the head. Just saying, but he, he can't do that. <laughs> so then we, we then go to the movies for Zach and Melissa. Oh, my God. <laughs> Should we just listen to it before I just rave? <laughs> Let's listen to it. You don't care that someone parked in the handicapped space? I'm used to it, Zach. It happens all the time. You've never done it? Well, uh, yeah, but only when it's raining. <laughs> I'm the manager. You wanted to see me? Yes. This young woman happens to be handicapped, and someone has illegally parked in the handicapped space. I'm sorry, I'll, I'll call the police. Zach, it's not that important. We found a spot. Mm. I also noticed that you have no wheelchair access to your restroom. Zach, I'm fine. Uh, we're in the midst of renovating. And excuse me, why does she have to pay full price for a ticket when she doesn't even use one of your seats? Sir, everyone pays to see the movie. There's a place for her wheelchair right here. Thank you. You know, the problem with the world today is that people just don't care about other people. Especially disabled people. Zach, the movie's about to start. Let's not make this whole date about my disability. I'm sorry. I just had to get a few things off of my mind. Good. Now let's enjoy the movie. Are you comfortable? Yes, I'm okay. Do you want anything? Popcorn, soda, jujube? Nothing. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Would you mind slumping down my dates in a wheelchair? Thanks. Oh, my God. You see, when I say that Zach in this episode belongs in modern times, it's currently 2021, just... It, he, What I saw was Zach Morris just virtue signaling. Oh, my God. It was just... Give me a break, because you hear these. Uh, not to get on a rant, not to not to segue, but virtue signalers online who act like they're the babysitters of the world. When, when there's, I've seen it. There's people that that these virtue signalers are finger quote protecting and sticking up for who don't want protecting and being sticking up for. They just want to be treated like anybody else. But people like Zach Morris feel it's their need to say, Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. This is how good a person I am. Hey, do you mind moving? My date is in a, in a wheelchair, all right? Have some friggin' compassion. Oh, Zach was an ass in this episode, I swear to God. Oh, my God. It was terrible. And he's embarrassing poor Melissa, meanwhile. So anyway, we then go back to Bayside and Belding tells the group that there's all of a sudden there's budget cuts. 
And as a result, they've got to disband the teen line, and the group's not happy about it. And Belding says, well, what do you, what do you, what do you propose we do? We need money for the teen line. And then they come up with, this, with an idea for some kind of charity event. And Melissa suggests a wheelchair basketball. And everybody's like, right on, right on, cool. And I think Slater said that he saw the the Lakers play a charity wheelchair basketball event. It was great. And it was like, yeah, hey, everybody agrees with it. It's all good. Wheelchair basketball, right, Zach? You friggin' virtue signaler. <sighs> My God, he was terrible in this episode. So we then go to wheelchair basketball. And this, this finger quote gym that they're playing in, I mean, obviously they didn't have the, the, the show didn't have the budget to do it in a real life-size gym. So what they did, it's in this large space designed to be a gym, but it's not a full basketball court. It's barely a half court. And the, the audience is like right there. So it just looks weird and wrong. So anyway... They introduce the players as two teams of three. It's the Reds versus the Blues. Uh, Zach, Melissa, and Screech are on the red team. Slater, uh, Tori, and Lisa are on the blue team. Screech, well, they're all in wheelchairs, but Screech is using an electric wheelchair. (laughs) So they start playing some basketball. And during this time, Lisa is, sorry, Zach is just, he checks on Melissa and he's like, are you okay? Is everything okay? So, God, and she's like, everything's fine. <laughs> but she's not like that to him. She's very cordial about it. I, on the other hand, wanted her not to be cordial. Because Zach, in his virtue signaling, is was pissing me off. <laughs> she's fine. Even at the movies, he was doing this. Are you okay? Everything fine? I'm fine. Just treat me like, a, just treat me like, like you, Zach. All right? It's a wheelchair. Who cares? Oh my god, people. So they played. Each team scores some shots. Screech gets a big three-pointer shot. In the end, in the end, Zach and the red team win. And then uh, <laughs> uh, I think Belding first took to the, to the mic to address everybody. And game well played. Congratulations to both teams. But it doesn't end there. Because Zach isn't done virtue signaling. I want another round of applause for the real star of today's game. The only one who has to be in a wheelchair all the time, Melissa Donahue. Come on, guys. Oh, my God. I mean, like, you see, the thing with these virtue signalers, signalers today, they think they're, they're doing it for the greater good, but at the same time, they're just, oh, oh, my God. They're, I don't get it. I just don't, I don't, I don't get virtue signaling. I, don't, I really don't. It makes, I don't like, let me just say on the record, anybody, okay. If anything were to ever happen to me, I get into an accident and I end up in a wheelchair or some somebody beats the shit out of me just because of, because I'm a dude or something. Please don't virtue signal for me. Don't anybody ever virtue signal for me ever, please. Just treat me like any asshole. Make fun of me for crying out loud. Make jokes about it. Okay, that's the kind of dude I am. Treat everybody equally. Make fun of everybody equally. Have a good time with everybody equally. Be good. just, uh, man. Zach was just, 
Oh, Screech, why didn't you just kick him in the head just once? <laughs> just once. <sighs> so anyway, after Zack flies his flag, <laughs> we then go out to the halls of Bayside. Everybody congratulates themselves. Melissa shows up. And uh, Zach says, hey, good game. And Melissa, she ignores him. She keeps going. And Zach, Zach, like, he doesn't know why she's upset. Hmm, well, let's find out why. Good game, Liz. Listen, hey, wait up, Melissa. That was a great game. Yeah, it was a great game until that little speech you made. Do you have to keep reminding the world that I'm handicapped? But You're just was... like my parents. I can take care of myself. Bye. What was that all about? Maybe she'd rather be your friend than your cause. Yes, thank you, Melissa. Exactly how she said it. Zach was treating her like her cause, okay? All these people online. Okay, let me do, I just want to get, I, I forgot to mention this. Bayside Buddy's going to be coming to an end. This is the final season. After that, I'm going to be. I had an. I had a podcast back in the day called Nairby Radio, which I would where I would just talk about whatever, daily news, anything, whatever. So I'm going to be bringing that back again. So any of you Bayside Buddy fans who want to keep listening to my lovely voice, Nairby Radio is going to be going on after that. And why well, I forget where I was going with that. Yeah, I forget what I was saying there, which is what which is. Um, reminiscent of Nairby Radio. I often I often went into tangents and then forgot why. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Zach was like it, it, it. He was treating her like the cause. Like I need to say something. I need to do something. Well, maybe people don't want. I mean, granted, there are people out there who want these virtue signalers because it makes them feel like they're being paid attention. I don't. Or maybe I don't know why. I don't want to. I shouldn't speculate why. I was about to say because it makes them feel like they're getting they're getting attention. I don't know if that's why they friggin' like it. I don't know. As I said, don't ever virtue signal for me, okay? I'm not a cause. I'm just some dumbass. <laughs> so Melissa put Zach in his idiot place. Thank God. I like this character. She was great. A lot of characters throughout the Bayside universe, man. I wish they'd have kept, man. There was that girl who joined the wrestling team. She was good. Why couldn't they keep her? Uh, Denise Richards, who showed up on the very last Malibu Sands episode. They even said she's going to be going to Bayside. And she didn't. She was great. Uh, uh, they, they, yeah, uh, well, So she put Zach in his idiot place. And would then go to a dance at school. And uh, yeah, they're dancing. Kids are having a good time. Zach is there and he's sad because he got called out for his bullcrap. Melissa shows up and Zach wants to have a talk with her. Hi. Can we talk? Okay. Look, um... I'm sorry I embarrassed you at the game. Zach, I'm not embarrassed by my disability. Yes, I wish there were more ramps, more parking spaces, and more sensitive people. But I also want a chance to just be a teenager like everyone else. I know, I guess your handicap bothers me more than it bothers you. Well, I've lived with it my whole life. I'm used to it. I've never known anyone like you. I'm just an ordinary girl. Maybe I'll never win a rollerblade race. 
but I'm still capable of doing most things. Don't treat me like I'm broken. I'm sorry. I'm still learning how to act. Act like you did on the phone when we first talked. Are you kidding? I'm so full of myself, acting cool, coming on Perfect. you. Perfect. Mean... You like that? I met you the next day at the Max, didn't I? Hey, you want to dance? But how can you... I'd love to. Come on. And there we have it. Zach learned his lesson. If only Twitter, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitter would make it mandatory. If you want to join Twitter, you have to watch the episode of Saved by the Bell entitled Teen Line before you can join and start posting on Twitter. Not only do you have to watch this episode, you have to take a quiz afterwards and get a perfect score on why virtue signaling is stupid. Oh my god, I wanted to kick him in his head. But that was Teen Line. Ultimately, I liked this episode because Zach got put in his place. I like this Melissa girl. Plus, the little Screech side story was good. We uh, Screech got the uh, dude and his little brother to make up. <sighs> that was Teen Line. Zach pissed me off twice. <laughs> First, he friggin' moves in on Screech's dream woman, and then he... Oh my god. I, I'll never ever understand it. Never. Maybe it's because I've never I was never a babysitter when I was a teenager. Okay, because I'm convinced here's a little a little pre-taste of the kind of things that you'll hear on Navy Radio should you decide to continue listening to me, listening to me via serial and rapist.com. I know I'm Nairby on Twitter and Instagram. I'm convinced that a lot of these virtue signalers on the internet and in the world in general, were babysitters when they were teenagers. And getting trusted, taking care of other people's kids at such a young age went to their heads. And now these virtue signalers are adults and they feel it's their need to just babysit the world. Can't stand it. But hey, as I said, don't virtue signal. Right, Sally? Right, kitty? See? I don't even virtue signal for my cat, and she's the best kitty ever. So that was Bayside Buddy, episode 33. Zach, oh, if only Screech just... Just, just a kick in... I mean, Screech had big feet, man. Dustin Diamond. Just just one good, swift kick in the head is just... Just all... All that Zach needed. But at least he got put in his place. Anyway, next time on Bayside Buddy, we're going to be checking out episodes 7 and 8 of Saved by the Bell Season 4. They are entitled The Masquerade Ball, which is a good one, you know, for a Tory episode, which is, not that all Tory episodes are bad, the teen line one was good, but nothing to do with her. Ha! And, but this, the Masquerade Ball does have a lot to do with Tory, and also Day of Detention, which is, uh, from what I remember, another interesting one. So join me that time next week for, next time, sorry if you didn't like this half-assed episode, I tried to remember as much as I could, but I got, I'm a busy boy telling you man <sighs> keep busy to keep yourself sane and that teen line virtue signaling Zach Morris crap just about broke me but yeah join me next time Bayside buddy serialandgrapejuice.com at IamNairby on Twitter and Instagram do on Twitch follow me there follow me often and we will see you next time